Welcome to our The Boys Golfing Podcast. It's Marissa and Jessica. And tonight we have a special guest. His name's Tiffany. And Tiffany lived in the Farragut area for a little bit. So she's going to give us an outside perspective of someone moving in and then moving out again, right? Moving out. Yep. So Tiffany came to us from Asheville, North Carolina. Woohoo! Okay, so tell us the background of like when you came here and how, what was your perception of this town? And Okay, so I moved here about five years ago. I lived in Asheville, North Carolina pretty much my whole life and moved here because my brother works for UT. All my family migrated here. And so we moved in straight into Farragut. So <laughs> right into the heart of it. I mean, love the area. thought it was really nice. It was very interesting. At this point, you've been married for how long? Uh, we've been married for about three years. And how many kids do you have? We have one. Okay. And how old was your kid when you moved here? Uh, he was two. Okay. Yeah. I'm just sitting in the background because I yeah. want to know all the mm-hmm. yeah. details. Okay. So what? So you moved to this area? Moved to the area. Nice area. Clean area. You know, a little different than Asheville. Asheville can be a little grungy, a little hippie, but you yeah, know, it's kind of hipster. It's kind of hipster, but you know, the great thing about Asheville is you can go downtown, go anywhere, wear your sandals, flip flops, and a t shirt, mm-hmm. and you're fine. Yeah. So move here, and you know, everybody's nice. I'm like, dang, like people are coming to my door bringing me goodies, and you yeah. know, Asheville people are not really bad. One of my first memories was, you know, having a we had a big Easter neighborhood get together yeah. and, you know, it's 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning and, you know, I'm just kind of rolling out of bed, barely brushing my teeth, get my child and, you know, he's in his pajamas. <laughs> I walk outside and all the kids are like in smocks, like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> not only smocks, but smocks that is monogrammed. Yes. <laughs> and like the girls all have like the big bows and like the frilly dresses and the little anklet socks and the white patent leather shoes. You were like, honey, are we in the UK? I feel like I just saw Princess Kate. Yeah. I was just like. I think Prince Charles. You're like, you're like telling your husband, we're going to have to go back inside and we're going to have to change his outfit put home in some clothes because he's in pajamas uh, right now and these kids are in smocks. And everybody's like taking pictures and I'm like, oh God. I, and the moms, they're all in like Ralph Lauren polo shirts. And I'm like, do people still wear that? I was like, I did not know. Like, I'm in my, like, hipster outfit with my holy sweatshirt. And holy... Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my God, people will wear Ralph Lauren here. <laughs> you come here, and you're like, oh, gosh, I'm going to get ready. I'm Princess Kate today. Yes, literally. Everybody, tea. <laughs> everybody has taken a shower and has their hair done, has makeup on. And I'm like, who does that on a Saturday morning? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. At 8 a.m. For an egg, egg hunt. For an egg hunt. Well, I don't know. Who's in those eggs? Did they have like, a, like what, was the, good. what was a good prize egg? Was it like a hundred dollar bill? Or I don't like a, think so. No, no. In the prize egg, it's a Betty's View Country Club membership. Oh God, we had that too. We'll have to get to there. We've been to every golf every golf course in, in Knoxville. So. so your husband, he wanted to go to every golf course. Oh, oh God, we started with Getty's View. It was across the street. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. We'd never been part of a country club and because it's just not my scene. Yeah. Just yeah. not really my thing. Nothing wrong with it. But, oh, yeah, we started with the Gettys view, views first. And then he got mad at a bunch of people. You know how the drama is at the country club. Then he moved to Fox Den and that's where he is now. And, you know, it's just, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole nother life there. Yeah. You know, man, when you're in one of those country clubs, like, you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be at everything. It's like a cult. 
It's a cult. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, it is like so a cult. So did you go or he just did everything? Oh, you were God. like, I'm not about this life. No, I, I went a couple of times just to be nice. I'm like, okay, like, he's begging me to go to a dinner or begging me to go to a brunch. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm just sweating, like, thinking about going in there. <laughs> and so Do I go in. Like people really judged you? No, because I am fly girl. No. They ain't nobody going to be judging me. I'm like, uh-uh. Don't even look this way. Uh, but, yeah, I got a lot of confidence. Yes. Well, also, we were kind of talking earlier before we started the podcast. Tiffany's a boss bitch. Yeah, she runs up. She's not like, she's never been a stay-at-home wife. No. Never been a stay-at-home mom. So, no. she has this husband that has these golf memberships where all his friends that have these golf memberships have these stay-at-home wives. They do. Yes, they do. And there was a lot of trouble with that. Like Lots as far as like. So, you know, he come home one day and he's all huffy and he's like, I get made fun of by all the guys at the country club. And I'm like, really? Why? Yeah. Because they all say, oh, I bet. And I'm not going to name his name. Can't come tonight because Tiffany won't let him. And I'm like, well, yeah, because I've been work. Actually, I work more than you do, and I make more money than you do. Mm-hmm. So you know what? You're right. You're not going. Yeah, you're not going tonight. And I'm you- yes. That goes back to our first episode. Trying yes. to do it all, and you know, grind and hustle. And husbands, not that they don't necessarily work, but you know, we need their help. We do need their help, mm-hmm. yeah. and more than fi- just financially. Like, they think, oh, you know, I'm bringing in this check, whatever. Well, I'm bringing in the check, too. Plus, I'm cleaning the house. Plus, I'm taking care of the kids. I'm doing the laundry. I'm doing all the grocery shopping. I'm paying all the... I'm doing it all. Mm -hmm. So, that had to be super hard in your relationship because from your perspective and your husband's, and he's going out with all these guys that are golfing all day whose wives stay at home, and they're like... Basically, oh, yeah, honey, you do whatever you want because I'm staying at home and living my best life and you do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Oh, they can't. They can't have a voice. Yeah. They're not allowed to have a voice. Yeah. Because I would try to, you know. You're like, listen, women, we need to rally in here. I was trying to help them. I'm like, girl, you know you can say no. No, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, That would be. And so you think move. Moving here changed y'all's dynamic. It did. In your marriage. It definitely did. Because he became someone else. He became someone else. You know, was modest, did not grow up with very much, just very middle to low class, and came here, become part of the country clubs, and then all of a sudden the cars went from, you know, driving driving a Mercedes to driving a Bentley, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The the name brands, the everything. It just became so much. He just turned into that. Turned into a label. He was, a label. He was well, yeah. keeping up. We talk about that on the episode. Like here in this area, it always feels like you just need more, 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 more. And you have to show more, 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 more. Like yes. what is the reason that people feel the need to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, especially when you're sacrificing your family. That it doesn't have to be. But he definitely felt the need. Most guys aren't like that, so he felt the need to just like... Oh, he wants to be the center of attention. Oh, So he wants, when everyone walks in, he wants everybody to go, oh my God, what have you got on? What kind of shoes? And I mean, you know, there's always been a little bit of that in him. It exacerbated, like, that inside of him, like, being part of a country club. Like, if he saw somebody that had something, he had to have it bigger and better so he could be the best. So note to self, our husbands are never getting a country club membership. <laughs> never. <laughs> Don't do it. Not on the table. Not happening. 
And you said that basically what ended up happening ultimately is you guys went through a divorce. We did. He started... How long had you moved here before y'all went through a divorce? Let's see. We were... We've been through a divorce about two years. So it's probably... We lived here about two and a half years before we got a divorce. And we struggled the whole time. Yeah. You know, it was from the time he joined a country club, you know, up until the divorce. I mean, it just got... Like, he needed that, that, you know, he needed to golf so bad that he just started lying to me about it. I yeah. mean, it become an addiction, mm-hmm. yeah. truly. Yeah. And it just took over his entire life. Yeah. Did you meet some, like, good people, though, when you moved to this area that supported you guys through the divorce? Or were they, like, or did you have anybody you felt like it was fake? You thought you were as your friend and then um, I would say that I definitely had every person that I've friended has been really good. Yeah, I would good. say that not fake. You know, most of them came with me that you know we were friends with but I think I've been a little bit of a hermit since I moved here just because you know having a kid I'm so busy working and all that stuff no not really I mean I felt like everybody was great yeah that's good because I've heard stories where people make friends with people and then like say that they do separate then all of a sudden like none of them are there here it was almost like they were friends with them when it was like when it was bougie. When it was bougie. Yeah, I'm yeah. real picky with my friends. Yeah. That's like, we were too. Yes. Like, if I even get a remote smell of fakeness, there is nothing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to have you on our episode, too, because we're going to do an episode about fake friends. And we talk about this all the time, that if it's like, no, we're not for it either. No, mm-hmm. I've not had a fake friend since I was, like, probably in my 20s. Yeah. yeah. When you get in your 40s and your 30s, you're like, I do not have time for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, I barely have time for my actual friends that I want to hang out with. Exactly. along, these bitches that are, like, questioning my intuition. Or, yeah. You know, my... Yeah. Well, and he wanted me to always make friends with the country club wives. And yeah. I'm like, I just can't, you know, it's just yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. It's just not. Not that yeah. they're bad people. It's just, I don't feel... You, you don't have any commonality with the relationship aspect that has, like I said, had to be so freaking hard because your husband constantly has these other husbands in his ear saying. He does. Yes, saying, he did. Saying your, your wife doesn't let you do anything. My wife yes. did this. My wife yes. did that. My wife, you know what I mean? All the time. So you were always the, you were always the villain. Yeah. I was always the mean wife. And they yeah. were probably like, yeah, oh yeah, you need to get a divorce or oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, sure yes. Crazy. After we, we separated, he goes, everybody's saying that they can't believe I stayed with you that long. And I'm like, who? Your golf friends <laughs> <laughs> that want more of your time? Yeah. Because they're single too. Right. Well, okay. So how is he your ex now? Is he like just still living the golf life? Or? Honey, he is living the golf life. Yeah. Whenever he found him a house. Didn't honey, you? listen. <laughs> I said I am done, and I found him a condo on Fox Den. <laughs> I said, I said I have a perfect place for you to go. I said, you can go and live out your fantasy golf life on Fox Den. They have condo for rent. Yeah. And I just rented it for you. And I literally paid the down payment for you. <laughs> Let me help you along, sweetie. Because you are gone. I'm done with this life. Yeah. And you don't think he'll ever change and just kind of be like. I think one day he's going to wake up though and realize. Wow. I don't. No, I don't think so. Like no. he's still, you know, we tried to reconcile for a minute and. He basically said, like, I'm not going to stop playing golf. And when I hear, it's not that I want him to stop. It's not even like that you want him to stop, right? No. He's just obsessive with it. Obsessed. Like, how many times a week was he going? I really don't know because he would lie so much about it. So, it was a nonstop. He worked. 
pretty much through the week mm -hmm. for the most part. And the first thing he would do on Saturday morning. Yeah. We'd go. Yep. And then if he got a little time during Saturday evening, he'd be going to hit range balls, but he'd tell me he's at Lowe's. Yeah. Mm. So it was like, and then Sunday, and then it's just any time he could get off, he was there. Yeah. 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 And you're over here like, I'm working how many ever hours, over 40 hours a week, I'm hustling, I've got the kid, I'm doing oh, all yeah. the house duties. Yeah. And I don't have time for this too. No. Yeah. No, I probably Like if I'm going to be single, I might as well be single. Yeah. you're basically like a one person show. Yes. But I, he would have probably loved for you just to quit working and stay at home, but that's not Oh, no, 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 he no, wouldn't no, no, have? no. he would not have liked that. No. He liked the, the income. Okay, yeah. He liked me being a boss bitch. Yeah. But he didn't want me to be a boss bitch that interfered with his schedule. Yeah, he wanted you to be a boss bitch that was quiet. Uh-huh. Yeah, just have to be quiet. And you're like, hell yeah. no. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 That's no, that's not going to fly. Never going to fly. I have to know, like, now, are you redating? You've been in the dating world? No. No? You just have no It's been a year and a half, and no, I'm just not interested. I don't know if it's, I don't know. Like, imagine. It would take someone just absolutely amazing for yeah. me to even go on a date. Yeah. yeah. It makes me just nauseous. Yeah. Honestly, even thinking about going on a date. Yeah. And I hate to even feel that way. Well, that's because you have, like, high standards. You've, you've like, already been through it, and you're like, I know what I want, and I'm not settling. So, no. Yeah. No. And you're content with just your career, and you're yes. you know, raising your son. And, yes. Yeah. I've always been very independent, never been scared to be alone. It does not bother me to stay at my house all weekend by myself, yeah. all week by myself. That's what you said. You were a hermit. You didn't yeah. want to go to the country club. So. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, I wasn't a hermit in my 20s or, you know, before I got married, but I think the more... You know, he wanted to go out the more I wanted to stay at home. But once I become a mom, I was tired. Oh yeah. my gosh, I was yeah. so tired. Yeah. And work was is busier than ever. And my job never stops. Yeah. You know, it's seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, it's just never ending for me. And yeah. then, you know, trying to take care of Jackson. I deal with all his schoolwork and helping him. You know, it's like, where do I have time to, to fit in a date? Right. Other than the dates, I don't have him, but then I just want to lay in the bed and watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And you, you know? Yeah. And you guys recently moved. So after the divorce, you moved out of the area. Yes. It's totally different dynamic where you live now. Totally different dynamic. So we moved in with my parents so that I had the autonomy to be able to just pick up and move into another house mm -hmm. whenever yeah. I wanted to. I was like, I don't want to be locked into a lease, whatever. So they moved to South Knoxville because that's where my brother lives and my mm -hmm. sister-in-law and their kids. So it's like a different world mm -hmm. in South Knoxville. And it's not that far. It's not. But and, you know, it's, a, it is, I feel like I'm in a different state. Why though? Give us some examples. So, so you know, I feel like, you know, my brother and his wife are chill. They're very educated people, have great jobs, uh, very, you know, just wonderful people. And when they have us over, they have a barbecue. Everybody's just chill. Yeah. Like they're wearing their sweatpants and their Burks yeah. and a t-shirt yeah. and I don't feel like I have to wear makeup we're just everybody's just having a good time there's no judgment I feel like I can totally be myself you know I grew up like that I didn't grow up like where my parents you know come 
you know, come from wealthy home. And, but my parents always taught me that kindness and not judging people, those are the most important things in life and material things are nothing. So, you know, that's just how they roll and they roll with people like that. Yeah. So it it just is a completely different atmosphere. My child has been going to a daycare there and you know, it's so nice to have him in all different walks of life because he is at a private school mm-hmm. here in West Knoxville. And Even it in is West Knoxville, you guys want him in private? We are in private. The husband wanted private. <laughs> private school. He's not now. No, he is in private school. Okay. He's still yeah, he's school. continuing private school because But even when he was over here in West Knoxville, he went to private school. Yeah. I come from a family of a lot of school teachers, superintendents, principals and I just really like public school. I do. I think that it's just good to have people, friends from all walks of life. And I do think that here with the Barrier public schools, though, there's not a lot of diversity. No. Like we have. Probably not. Like going to school. Very different than Asheville. It's very diverse. Is Asheville really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just in every way. Just every way it's diverse. Did they? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, but your son probably wasn't. I was going to ask if you did private school there, but you probably wasn't school age yet. No. So what made y'all decide private school? Mm, I think that it was a... Uh, status? Yeah, some more status. Yeah, the Kardashians? Keeping up with the... I mean, yeah, keeping up with the Kardashians. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Well, it yeah. is, but that's the reality. That's the whole thing. Like, we love this area yeah. and the convenience of this area, and this area has so many great people, but... For whatever reason, this area does make you feel the need to keep up. Yeah. Yes. Or make you feel the need to show that you have things. Or make you, you always feel, feel like you're like, less than. Yeah. Yes. Always. always. Yeah. And maybe that's just me. Sometimes I wonder, is that like confidence thing with myself? But then I'm like, no, I think it's just here. Well, it's kind of like the whole, we always talk about social media too, how social media is so fake and you see all these things. Well, kind of the same thing with this area, right? Because oh, probably yeah. on the outside, it looked like you had a perfect marriage. Oh, people were shocked. Yeah. Stunned. Well, really? Like, oh, yes. I mean, so many people were just shocked. I mean, people that knew us knew us were not shocked. Yeah. But people, acquaintances, neighbors, mm-hmm. people like, were just completely shocked. Oh, yeah. And I would, I could see that because you always, everybody puts on a persona, right? That you're, especially your husband, because oh, he wants yeah. to keep up the status, or your ex husband, he wanted to keep up the status mm-hmm. if he has this perfect life, he has this false babe with a wife, and da 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 da. You know? Yep. Yeah. So people are like, you're going to get a divorce? Yeah. Like, he probably would have never, like, wanted to go through with it. Never. He he didn't want to lose that. He didn't want to taint his image. No. Never. Never you know, all that stuff. He liked it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could tell he, I was like, he's loving life. Yeah. He's, he's like all tan. He, he's, <laughs> you like know. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. with spray tan. Yeah. I was like, go on. I'm not going to say his name, but I was like, go on. I was like, look at you. Um, like a 360. Then. Oh, yes. He probably went from not wanting everybody to know that, in, that his marriage or life in any way was tainted to... Let me just, I'm having fun here. Oh, he, he definitely was having fun. Mm-hmm. So do you think that he will ever get remarried? 
Oh, I definitely think he'll get remarried. But it would. But then I look and I think, well, who would he marry? He's not going to marry a real young girl that's wanting him for his money, because he does not want anybody taking any of his money. <laughs> that, oh, he is like he would know better. He would want someone like me, but they would be quiet. Yeah. And that's he's, exactly he's, what he that, would that's want. not the dynamic. He's no. never going to get that. You're no. not going to get somebody that's going to be a boss babe and no. sit back in the corner and be like, yes, sir. Yeah. That's not how you get to be a boss babe. You can't, <laughs> no. be, you can't be a yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am kind of person to be a boss bitch. That's true. No, you can't. you can't. So he won't be with somebody that's just going to hang out. He won't have somebody that's going to hang out at the house and spend his money. Absolutely not. He would never fall for it. Never. Even if she was like 10 years younger. Never. Probably. He would not care. Yeah, that he is good, way too greedy. For that. And this area, this so like Tiffany works in like the aesthetic world also. So like you see this area and like how much people get done. It's kind of crazy how many like med spas and stuff there are. So people just, there's never enough. Never enough. There's never enough for this area. It's never wild. Enough, what, like Botox and dice cord and lip filler, right? Yeah. Yeah. Never I enough. mean, when I moved from Asheville to here, I, I was like, so did oh you my do God. Same job? I did the same job okay. I just transferred and. I couldn't believe the market difference. Like, the market difference was insane. Because yeah. people aren't in Asheville aren't about like that life. They're not about, like, or it's the minimal. presentation. Like, they wouldn't want anyone to know. They wouldn't want anyone to be able to tell yeah. if they ever did anything. Yeah. Most of them were just really, you know, they worked out all the time. They were super, like, into health. Yeah. Versus more like granola. I call that granola. Yeah. Like they're they like to, to hike help. and like yes. go to fitness. Like they'd rather do it the easy way than like me, the cheating way for some glutide whatever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like they like, actually want to go on the hikes. And they care about their health. Yeah. I, like, I like to do that too. So maybe I have a granola because I like the hike and all that. But. Yeah, you and your chocos. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I probably feel like riding in with Asheville because I'm not like bougie like that. Like I definitely am like an outdoorsy person. But yeah, but this area is kind of like wild that you, I mean, I always say that like Farragut is like freaking Beverly Hills 90210. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. We actually yeah. had a like real housewives of Farragut. Wouldn't that be so crazy? <sighs> I'd probably be on the show. Yeah, I, I probably would be. Maybe we should cast it. We should cast. We should do it. We should cast it so they'd be like, oh my gosh, these bitches. But yeah, crazy times. Yeah, that's, it's like so funny to hear your perspective because sometimes like I think I want to be like part of this social or this social and then the reality is, is I don't, I don't have time for it. No. I only want authentic people. Yes. You know, I don't want to be perceived as something I'm not. Right. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, so many times been like no i mean i tell people no more to anything than yes yes I because i just i'm like i don't have time and i don't want to say like i don't want to make new friends yeah do i have the energy do i even want to do that i mean yeah. i have some here yeah but it is just different it's not the country club friends it's the people that are just chill sweet kind that will Call me and ask me how my day was. Like, it's just very different. But yeah, I, I don't know. So you're not moving to Foxton is what you're saying? Absolutely. <laughs> no. And I'm sure there's great people at Foxton. But that is, it's just not my scene. I think, too, like, as you age and you get older and you're, like, definitely confident. Obviously, you're a very confident yes. person. So you're confident with yourself. Like, that's when it also comes out that you're like, I don't have time for fake people. I don't have time. Like, I always no. tell Marissa this. I don't want to go to dinner with 15 people that there's table talk. 
Oh, agreed. You know what I mean? I don't want to talk about the weather. I don't want to go to dinner with 15 people I don't know because if I'm going to spend an hour or two hours away from my family, I really want to have real conversations about life, what's going on in the world, all these things, not like, yeah, the weather today. Yeah. Well, Do you know so and so? That's really interesting because I have had to catch myself. Like a couple weekends ago, I went to Asheville to be with my girlfriends. And we all, like, my friend owns this huge CBD company. Like, yeah. she's a boss bitch, man. Yeah. I mean, like, she was the first pioneer for hemp in North Carolina. She owns, like, CBD stores all over the country. And she is just so cool. But she's invited me. They're doing a big thing with pasta or whatever. She's like, we're all, all, all of us are getting together. And I kept texting the girls. I'm like, what do we wear? What do I wear? And they're like, what are you worried about? So I get there and I'm in my golden goose sneakers, like I'm in Farragut (laughs) and in my like cute little black dress and everybody's wearing like flowy pants with no bras and no shoes. And I'm like, oh, I took my shoes off and I was like, I'm home. (laughs) Like, I'm like, oh, it feels so good to be with a group of girls that are just barefoot and no bra and they're no makeup and we're all just celebrating Frances. Like yeah, we're just, yeah. it's all about her and celebrating her and her new venture and not about what we look like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so it awesome was very too. refreshing. Yeah. And I think that's where we kind of get backwards in this area is that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like getting caught up in, Oh, we need to be wearing this or we need to be wearing that or we have to get ready for that. That's what I right. love about our group. Our group of friends is because, we do this podcast. I had I did my makeup at seven o'clock this morning. I brushed my hair at seven o'clock this morning. Yeah. We're literally wearing pajamas. Yeah. That's how we are with all of our friends. So yeah. I never feel the need to Yeah. What was it? I sent this thing and I was like, I think it's us guys. I think it's us. And it said Okay, I found it and we had I sent this to our group of girlfriends. It says, I don't know about y'all. But I love the drunk, white, suburban, lower-class mother trope. I would trust a woman named Jennifer Tracy that has been wine drunk for the past six months and smells like hairspray with my life. I would call her if I got cheated on, and I know she'd make a baked good and show up with a fully loaded weapon. She also smokes cigarettes but hides it. I just love it. And I sent that to our friend group, and I was like, is it us? I think it's us. So then Ashley responded. She was like, well, besides the lower-class part, yeah, it is. Oh, I love it. This is the this is the meme that I, the last meme I sent to the friend group. It was literally this: they're out to a restaurant, waiter, anything to drink. My four year old, my mom needs a fucking margarita. So yeah, <laughs> always, so yeah they're always listening. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it for me. Is I just want to be real and be like, my day was shit today. Yeah, and this is not going beautiful. It's really going on in my life and really get honest feedback from my friends and I'd be like, my life is so perfect. Yeah. And then, you know, like I said, I, I heard. And then you have this perfect family that ends in divorce and you're like, oh, wait, what happened? I thought this was great and yeah. perfect. And yeah. the reality it was is that's not how it always seems. No. Life isn't always as it seems. For sure not. For sure not. So your outside perspective looking in is this area is a little bit too bougie. Like you wish it was kind of more laid back and. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, it's, it it can be whatever it wants to be. And I don't have to participate. Yeah. Yeah. When my child gets older, it's a different story. Yeah. I think, and I think that's like the hardest part is raising middle schoolers in this 
in this area because it's like you want to teach them to be confident in their self and you want to teach them to be humble and that literally the materialistic things do not mean shit. Mm-mm. Agree. They mean nothing. Yes. It's all about how you treat people, your attitude, all those things. That's, but I think this area does make it hard because all their friends are, you know. Being extra. Stuff. Yeah. Extra. Being extra. For sure. Okay, guys. I guess we're going to. Tiffany, do you want to leave us with anything? Because you've literally been an amazing guest. Yeah. <laughs> Any Thank words you, of wisdom? Any advice? Uh, just be yourself. Just be yourself regardless and pick good friends. Okay, so I have to ask that before we get off yes. the podcast. So, you're divorced. I am. So, what are you doing for, like, hookups and stuff? Are you just, like, using a vibrator or are you, like... Oh, um, God. Don't <laughs> ask me that. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, the Tinder one-night place. Uh, like, the Tinder swindler. I'm just... I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. You don't have to yeah, answer that. Yeah, totally listen. <laughs> I don't need hookups. Something's... I don't know. I just... Girl, I think I'm, your hormones off. You need me to check your lab. Just be your authentic self. Be your authentic self, regardless of who you're around. Always be yourself. Speak your truth. And do not conform to what people want you to conform to. Yes. Yeah. That's good advice. Stand yeah. out. Stand up and stand out and just don't worry about it. Don't worry about what people think about you. I sure don't. Heck yeah, me That's either. That's good advice. Me either. And then all the people that really love you is always going to be there. That's right. Always. So it's like, peace out. Peace out. Bye, guys. Bye. Until the next episode. Thank you, girls, for having me on. Thank oh my you gosh. for coming on. Awesome guest.